Hello and welcome to Imagine Amazing, Oregon HFMA's podcast with its current president. In today's podcast, we will be joined by a group of prestigious guests from key healthcare systems in Oregon to hear how each is strategically managing and taking advantage of their healthcare system, HFMA enterprise memberships. Together, we'll learn more about these healthcare systems and how they're leveraging HFMA's education programs and events within their organizations. As this is the President's Podcast, we are joined today by Oregon HFMA's 2020 through 2022 Chapter President, Tammy Kuhn, who will be providing us with important chapter updates and healthcare trends in Oregon. And as a reminder to our listeners, this podcast is available on all popular podcast platforms and is now viewable on Oregon HFMA's YouTube channel. To watch the podcast, pop some popcorn, go to YouTube, type in Oregon HFMA Imagine Amazing, click on the desired episode, and sit back and enjoy. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Johnson. And I'm the other host, Kelly Smith. Today's episode of Imagine Amazing is sponsored and made possible by CloudMed. CloudMed provides a data-driven platform delivered by industry experts that provide clear perspectives and efficient solutions that ensure health systems identify and promptly stop revenue loss. Thank you so much, CloudMed. Tammy Kuhn, thank you for joining the podcast today. We know that healthcare is changing rapidly, so we love being able to connect with you to discuss relevant topics and what is trending in healthcare today. Thank you, Jeff. I'm very glad to be here. I've always enjoyed being a part of the podcast and having the opportunity to connect with all of our listeners and all of our Oregon HFMA members. It is true, healthcare continues to change at a rapid pace. So having this platform helps us stay connected and work together to benefit everyone. Oh, thank you, Tammy. I do. I really enjoy hosting this podcast because it's such a wonderful way to learn about things that are trending both across the country and then also within Oregon. And with that, a couple things come to mind. There is news that there's a new stimulus that could impact Medicare reimbursement by up to 4% starting in 2022. And that's in addition to the 2% Medicare reimbursement cuts that were slated to go into effect this April 2020, but were postponed due to COVID. Do you have any updates for Oregon members on both of these proposed Medicare cuts? Great question, Kelly. I, I do have some updates for our members. I am pleased to announce that the U.S. government has postponed the 2% Medicare cuts for at least one more year. So we're looking at March of 2022 for those cuts to begin. The 4% Medicare reimbursement cuts are still slated for January of 2022, but it could be overturned if Congress or the Senate take action to postpone them. So best message for our healthcare providers and our systems is to make sure that your vote, your voices are heard. That is excellent advice, Tammy. I think too many times we are so focused on providing healthcare and doing our jobs that legislation gets passed without us having an opportunity to really discuss all the options and have our voices heard. So for any listeners wanting to reach out to your Oregon legislature, here is the contact information. Phone number is 503-986-1848, or you can email them at administrationleg at oregonlegislature.gov. Thank you, Jeff. I, I agree. It's so easy to get into the normal operations and miss some of the key news that comes out. So this is another great way to learn about what's trending. So Tammy, thanks for the recent update. 
And now I'd love for you to share a little bit more about today's podcast and the guests that you've invited. Thanks, Kelly. So HMA Enterprise Membership is something that's offered for any organization who wants to take advantage of everything that HMA has to offer. So instead of paying for your individual memberships, an organization can contact National HMA and purchase group memberships. So with these memberships, the employees of those organizations can take advantage of all the trainings and all of the key information that is offered through HFMA. It's a great way to get industry knowledge of the entire, for the entire organization. So to discuss this in further detail, I am thrilled to have a powerhouse group of people join us on our podcast today. And they are Aaron Coffey, uh, Director of Revenue Cycle for the Patient Access of Asante out of Medford, Oregon. Amanda Gordon, who's the Revenue Cycle Director of Legacy Health out of Portland, Oregon, and Tammy Bickle, who's the Director of Revenue Cycle at OHSU-UMG out of Portland, Oregon. Welcome, guys. Wow. Welcome, everyone. What a great cast of people we have here today. Welcome to all of you. We are really honored to have you as part of this podcast. For our listeners, will each of you share something fun and interesting about yourself? so that they may get to know you just a little bit better. We'll go ahead and start with yeah. you, Erin, if that's okay. I would like to go first, if that's all right. Um, <laughs> so I'm Erin Coffey uh, from uh, Southern Oregon. Uh, and so something fun and interesting about me is I always look to make lemonade out of lemons. And COVID has been so hard for our community and just for our family in general. So what I've done is to try and use this time to watch movies and series that I've always wanted to watch that I've put off um, most of my life. So the recent series is Star Wars. I've never, I've survived this long and I've never seen a Star Wars movie. So I finally just watched all the movies um, and then I watched The Mandalorian and now I'm just questioning everything and I'm about to go, you know, watch them all again because I feel like I missed something. But I would say that is very interesting. If you have never uh, watched any of the Star Wars movies, especially like in order, uh, you're missing out. Erin, that, that's funny. I, I haven't watched any of the Star Wars, but I did watch The Mandalorian and I loved it. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was excellent. Yeah. My world is rocked. Fun fact. That is awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Amanda. Well, that's, that's awesome, Erin. I've also watched some shows that I've always wanted to watch and haven't, but I think the probably most interesting thing about me right now is having three little kids at home and having a full-time job in um, healthcare. So I have a two-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a 12-year-old, and the 12-year-old thinks that she's 18 and can do what she would like to do and <laughs> would rather be on TikTok and YouTube than turning in school assignments. And um, the seven-year-old is just so thrilled to be back in school a couple days a week. Um, and then the two-year-old keeps us on our toes. He's into everything, but he's so much fun. So uh, it's definitely making life more interesting now than it has in the past. Um, but it's, it's fun, and I'm sure that I will never forget some of the memories and the things that they've done during, during this time. It's definitely been uh, a challenge and fun all at the same time. That's fun, Amanda. I, I, I have kids too, and I it, they're teaching me every day new technology that I had no idea existed. And I told my son yesterday, I said, you guys, when you go back to school, I have to 
learn how to learn because you're not going to be able to sit in the classroom without having your iPad up and your YouTube video going at the same time. So I feel for our teachers out there next year. Exactly. I definitely bow to you, Amanda. Oh, that's amazing. That's so much work. Thank you for sharing. Tammy Bickle. Um, so I, fun, I don't know if fun or interesting, but um, I have a very morbid obsession with, with the series SNAP. Yeah. It's, it's, a mur- <laughs> it's all about true life crime, and it kind of scares my husband a little bit, but I am so obsessed with <laughs> watching that, that show. Um, but Erin, a, a, a recommendation is Netflix Behind Her Eyes. I have never been a big season series show, but mind blown. First series, first season, mind blown. You have to watch it. Awesome. Thank you. Now I'm going to watch it too, Tammy Bickle. So thank you for the record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks all for doing that. Really fun to hear a little bit about you. What a great group of guests we have today. We're really thrilled to have you. some questions regarding how your organizations are taking advantage of the enterprise membership that Tammy Kuhn just explained previously. We will also be mixing up the order in which you respond so that each of you has an opportunity to respond first. So our first question is, what value has your organization found in HFMA for Amanda? Oh, it's hard to know where to start. Um, HFMA has brought such a great value um, to Legacy and really the collaboration and networking with our kind of partners in the local area has been fantastic as well as nationally too. Um, So when we get together and meet and discuss current topics, it's also such a fun time to network. Um, And I have reached out to folks uh, on this podcast, as well as many others, multiple times when, you know, a challenge comes up or there's new legislation or um, something along those lines and really trying to understand, well, what are you doing to help solve the problem of the moment? And so really it's that phone a friend has been amazing, as well as the great cutting edge innovation that we're able to see through the conferences um, and apply, you know, that new innovation to challenges that we're currently facing. And I feel like we can learn and build from each other and um, just continue to get better. But the education has been um, fantastic as well. There's been so many topics that are um, meaningful and at the right time. um, It's just been amazing for our organization. Oh, that's a great response, Amanda. Thank you. And Tammy, how about for you at OHSU and UMG? I think Amanda stole my answer. I mean, <laughs> honestly, the, net, the networking is incredible. It's been so nice to be able to reach out um, to other revenue cycle leaders when we have um, ongoing issues. What are you doing about that? How are you managing this? Um, you know, especially uh, during COVID, we had to move fast and furious. Our method, our mode of care changed. Um, we weren't sure if the payers were going to pay those services and what have you. And just understanding how, and in the Portland area, we've got a lot of epic clients. And so really, how do you build your systems? What edits do you put in place? Um, and so that has been tremendous. Um, you know, and, and as, as well as just our business partner members, we've got a lot of business partners, vendors out there that are super helpful, keeping us abreast of all the tools that they may have available Um, to assist us with, you know, with the troubling times. So absolutely networking. 
Wonderful. Thank you. And how about for you, Erin? Yeah, it, it's HFMA itself is just fantastic. Both the Oregon chapter and just HFMA at large. It's, it's like the IKEA for healthcare. Um, I mean, there's something for everyone, right? No matter, you know, what your role is in healthcare. And so we already touched on networking, which is just, I, I can't say enough about how fantastic that's been, um, especially during COVID. I was able to call up uh, numerous of my Oregon HFMA chapter members. What are you doing about this? How are you handling this? You know, what do you think about this new regulatory thing that's, you know, coming down the pike? And really feeling that we're in lockstep with each other as a state has been really profound. Um, our organization has also taken advantage of getting involved in the committees as a, mean of as a means of growing our own understanding of our business. So for me, my background has historically been in the world of patient access. Um, but I don't know a whole lot about the finance side of healthcare. And so I was able to participate, and I'm on currently a finance committee where I'm just learning about that side of the world and what I can do as a business leader today uh, to help grow my organization and be a valuable member of the healthcare industry. So networking, um, the education, partnering, um, and then the, the business management, I would say, is the other piece that we have directly uh, benefited from. Uh, our organization doesn't typically have a lot of vendors or business partners in that way. And we're at the point where we're starting to really reach out and see what's out there to help us with some of our business needs. But trust, you know, who do we trust? You know, because these services aren't inexpensive and there's so many options out there. And so through this, um, getting able to to meet the other business partners and learn who they are as people um, first and then the company second, we've been able to make some fantastic business partnerships that have really grown um, our bottom line and, and helped our organization in that way. Awesome, awesome responses, you guys. Thank you so much for sharing. And Amanda, I kind of have a follow-up to your response, if that's okay, before we jump into our second question, you had mentioned a lot about the education and your company or your organization taking advantage of that. I don't know if many of our listeners know, or if everyone who's listening knows that HFMA offers both education at the national level and also at the chapter level. So back to just you, how has your organization taken advantage of that? Has it been both using education coming from the national level or are you more focused on just the chapter education? Um, I think it's been both for sure. Um, I would say kind of more the senior leaders are more at the national level and interacting there, um, but definitely a kind of at the state level as well. So I all around, um, it, it's been great regardless if it's local or national. That's awesome. And how have you pushed knowledge of these education sessions out to your organization? Um, so we're somewhat new to the enterprise membership and uh, sort of, unfortunately, we got really involved right when COVID hit. So that's been a little bit different than what we 
um, would use, you know, probably would have done. So um, the nice thing about that is that people have had an opportunity to join some of the remote conferences that we didn't have before. And I, I miss everyone and definitely want to be back in, uh, you know, in person. So please no, no, we want to be back in person, but it has allowed a little bit more exposure so people can kind of understand what they might expect in person um, to get a little bit more involved. So that's been nice. And the way that the, um, that we've set up the conferences for the past year or so, it's been easier for people to um, pick and choose what is most meaningful for them um, if someone doesn't have a super broad scope. And I think that that value is um, kind of helps them understand where maybe they wouldn't be able to attend the full in-person con conference before, weren't really sure what to expect, and now they know the value that it brings in addition to the networking that we've done online. Thank you for answering that. And it actually goes in line with our second question that I have. Do all members of your organization take advantage of education the chapter brings, either virtual or in person? And if not, why not? Tammy B? Yeah. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, you know, I think up until the last half a dozen, 10 years, HFMA seems really to be very hospital focused. So I think we definitely have more hospital billing staff taking the online courses. But HFMA has been growing their physician side of the house, you know, members. And they are really starting to focus and build their educate their online education to be more professional billing uh, focused. So um, that's, that's been, because I'm on the PD side of the house, so that's where I kind of focus. At OHSU, we do have a performance tool um, that we use. It's called Grow. Um, goals, results, overall, and way forward. And we really encourage employees to choose goals um, as it relates to the courses that HFMA has, the online courses HFMA has to offer. Um, I think, to your point, Amanda, um, Oregon HFMA has really um, offered up the free virtual access to all of our M enterprise members. And so we really strongly encourage everybody to participate. It's fun because I haven't seen a lot of my employees since last March in person. And when we joined the conference and their face popped up, I'm like, hey, I know you. <laughs> um, so it's been super fun. But, but you'll know this about me soon is that I'm a data geek and I love numbers. But I was looking at um, our overall Oregon chapter engagement, and I couldn't get down to OHSU specific. But for our live events in FY20, our percent of Oregon chapter member um, engagement was 1.48%, which, wow, okay, I get it, because OHSU, as an enterprise member, we signed up 700 people, and I would say by and large, you know, only the revenue cycle leaders, you know, attend these things. But in FY21, our online events went from 1.48% to 27%. Wow. I know. Wow. That's great, yeah, Tammy. I, I was shocked to, to, to see that. And I know it's really because of the education that's been available to free to these enterprise members. And I, I think it just opens their eyes to see what's available and what's out there. Our online education um, hasn't seen the same trajectory as it relates to um, a huge percent increase. But I, again, I think it's eyes opening to see what's available to them and know what they're missing on the online education. 
great information. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Love the data as well. So I appreciate that you threw that in. Erin, what about Asante? Yeah, so we haven't, so we're newer enterprise members. I feel like we were, we just signed up for a few months and got some wind under our wings and then COVID hit. And so, you know, for, for current state, we've just had a hard time getting some momentum for those educational opportunities. We have taken advantage of the virtual events. Those have been fantastic. Such a great wealth of information that gets shared and also some um, sessions that aren't very specific, but more like the, the leadership focus has been great because we all want to be good leaders, whether formal or informal. And so those have been very well received. Our uh, department has really enjoyed those. As far as specific um, classes and the certification courses, we'll be working in the future to socialize those a little bit better um, and start to get some of that momentum and that interest and engagement back. Awesome. You mentioned certification as well. I know it's not part of this question, but uh, do you think there'd be any um, benefit to members? Are you incentivizing them some way to get some of those? Or is that still in the thought process? You guys haven't worked through that. Yeah, it's still something that we're, we're fleshing out with our compensation team. Um, so more to come. I don't want to spill any beans quite yet and start rumors uh, on this podcast, but it is something that we are looking at because we, you know, the more education you have, just the, the better equipped you are to handle the nuances of the business in, in whichever role in healthcare that you're in. So it makes sense uh, to partner with HFMA and take advantage of these educational opportunities. Awesome. Thank you. And Amanda, you were so good for me to ask you the question up front on your education. Is there anything else that you would like to add that legacy is doing? Sure. So I think one of the things for our newer members that we just encourage is the problem solving sessions are amazing. Um, and we've continued those, you know, through COVID, through the online, but also um, those are free in person on the day, um, the day before the, the conference begins. And so anyway, we encourage folks to attend that and just kind of get an idea of how informative that can be. So that's one of the things that we've tried to share um, to get folks engaged. Um, and then also kind of back to what Aaron was saying is, at, you know, encouraging people to join committees and that type of thing. Um, and then just allowing people to choose, you know, what best, you know, meets their needs. Those are kind of the things that we're focusing on. That's great. And I, I do want to compliment the three of you. You are both leaders in all of your organizations and also wonderful advocates for Oregon HFMA. So you've had a presence within the chapter for you know, a number of years collectively. And I, I do think that something nice about enterprise membership is they've seen their leaders participate and haven't necessarily always had the way to engage with Oregon HFMA at the level that you all have. And so this opens up opportunity and your wonderful cheerleaders for them and to, to encourage them and love the comments about education. I think Tammy, you're right. Sometimes those, those annual grow conversations with your employees can be tough to come up with good ideas of ways to continue education. And so what a good way to engage your employees in online education and, 
Aaron, excited to see that Asante is considering also something for employee development. So really great feedback from you all. Thank you. And our third question for you is that the chapter is invested in our ongoing certification of our members. So in addition to the education piece, as we think about the certification side, how can the chapter help more members of your organization with certifications? And Erin, this time I'll have you go first. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a, uh, that's a challenging one because right now we just have so many competing um, priorities for, for folks. I think it's easier, you know, at the, maybe the director level to, to do that, but at the, our supervisors are really getting slammed and our, um, you know, frontline staff are really getting slammed with the day-to-day -day volumes and pivoting. So it's really difficult to engage them at this time in this way. And I think always keeping it on the background, but never letting it lose um, any visibility from the limelight is our, our strategy for, for keeping that there and keeping it visible and keeping um, there are other people that are experiencing this that you're, you're going through. Um, we have started uh, talking about this more regularly at our leadership meetings. Um, so as far as the chapter is concerned, we hear from the chapter on, the, on a regular basis um, about how they can offer help and support. And they've been great at getting us the materials and the information that we've asked for to further help um, drive that engagement. That's great. Thank you. And how about for you, Amanda? Legacy? Um, I think that the um, study sessions and uh, that you have offered in the past were a really great benefit. Um, I, they're super helpful in person. Um, you know, I haven't participated in a, a virtual. I'm sure that it would be great, but I think the in-person where everybody can meet in one room and really understand, especially if there's a concept that people are struggling with, um, I would recommend to continue, you know, doing that and advertising that, especially as hopefully we're able to come back together in person uh, soon. So anyway, I think that would be my number one um, kind of recommendation. And also, I know um, the CHFP is really popular, um, but I recently uh, completed the CRCR, and I think that we might be able to um, promote that a little bit more with the patient accounts side of HFMA. Um, and I think, you know, could engage folks in the same way. That might be a little bit easier, I think, to do virtually than the the finance. Um, so anyway, that that would be my um, kind of ask going forward. But I think that so far, um, for people who are interested, that HFMA's done a great job of having someone available to help assist. Yeah, that's great feedback, Amanda. I agree. I think we all miss the in-person education sessions and commitment mm -hmm. that on this day, I'm going to meet and I'm going to learn, I'm going to take a test. So good feedback there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then for the <laughs> CRCR, so you said you, you just recently took the CRCR? Yes. And you are certified? I am certified. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we do probably have opportunity to, to provide more education on CRCR. I think it does get overlooked with CHFP. So great feedback for us there too. Thank you. How about you, Tammy? I mean, just saying the word CHFP makes my hands sweat. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's, it's not an easy case 
test to take, and I'll be admittedly, I have not taken it yet. You know, I, I think OHSU has done a great job promoting the certifications. I'm going to throw some more figures at you in a minute. But, you know, I, one of the things that I think would be super helpful is, um, you know, maybe, maybe developing another certification at a lower level. Like, mm-hmm. my, my building team aren't interested in taking the CHP. It, it, it just—it's not relevant to them. There's 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 certifications that aren't relevant relevant to them. So I think if HSMA could develop certifications just at a lower level, we would absolutely see more engagement as it relates to additional certifications. Um, but when I say OHSU's done a great job, of course, again, I, I love my numbers. Um, so I was running numbers before our this call, and and OHSU makes up 15.8% of the total Oregon members that have some form of certification, which is, I found super impressive. But as you know, you can have more than one certification, and OHSU makes up 33% of the total number of Oregon chapter certifications. I was really impressed with that. Like, we're getting it done. So um, I would love to know how Oregon chapter as a whole compares to other chapters across the nation. That's data that I haven't been able to put my fingers on, but I would love to have that. I agree. And, you know, I, I know a lot of chapters have really invested in some CRCR bootcamp. And that is one thing that we have considered doing too, because I, I do recognize that there are some different certifications that people would really want. So it is something that, you know, from the chapter we are looking at possibly doing a boot camp or CRC or certification. Great suggestion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and to, to piggyback on what you said, Tammy, I think that's a fantastic idea because it would be really great to know what industry standard is for certain roles, right? So, you know, not necessarily like a lower level of education, but more a specific honed in certification. Uh, You know, there are other, there are other fields that have, you know, once you become certified, you are just the industry standard expert, you know, subject matter expert in your field because you have the certification. It would be really cool if we had something like that, that was HSMA sponsored because it not only showed that you have, you know, a sound industry, you know, across the board, this is best practice. But HFMA, something that makes HFMA so wonderful is they never stop continuously improving. And they keep adding on top of that with the, the next best practice. And they, they stay fresh. And so I would love to see that. So that's an excellent idea. Truly. Yeah. We'll make sure that the link to this podcast makes it into the upper hands there at HFMA. So they hear your recommendations because those are fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. We have one final question for all of you. And that is for another organization that's currently considering doing the enterprise membership, what recommendations would you make to them? So we'll go ahead and Amanda give you that opportunity to respond first. Sure. So I I just think HFMA has so much to offer to the members. And one of the key things that we kind of keep reminding people about is the ability for us to be able to provide training to frontline staff in some ways um, that if we 
you know, had to purchase individual memberships that we might not have access um, just from a cost perspective. Um, and it's also really nice to be able to um, help people with, you know, career growth and encourage them to network and problem solve. Um, and also uh, kind of back to what a few other folks said, giving people the opportunity to look at other areas of the healthcare finance uh, because it's, it is big and um, it can be so specialized. And so it's a really nice opportunity for people to maybe kind of dabble a little bit in some other areas that they might really be interested in. So I think those are kind of my big takeaways. Awesome, thank you. Tammy Bickle, wait, just you. You know, I think if I was um, talking to another organization who was considering enterprise um, membership, I would just let them know that the value is, is so, I mean, the, the dollars are so worth the value. I mean, I was shocked, honestly, to see all of the courses that were available to my employees. Um, and it was probably in the last year that I learned about, like, there's 200 courses that they could take. And, and it's free. It's all available to them to, to take. And, and so taking advantage of all of the education, you're right, Amanda, um, and, and the networking opportunities, I have built so many great friends through HSMA, um, and I miss them terribly, all of you. Um, but I, just take advantage of the education and the networking. It, it is so worth it. And my, you know, if I think about my supervisor in cash posting, she was not a member up until we became operate, you know, members of uh, enterprise members. And now she's reaching out to other organizations to talk about XYZ. And it's, it's just so helpful. That's awesome. Very, very cool. Thank you. Erin, what about Asante? Yeah, so what sealed the deal for me on reassuring me that this was one of the smartest investments that we've ever made in our people was truly having our team members go to these events. You know, I, other, you know, other accrediting bodies, you know, have, you see like directors and CEOs and CFOs and, you know, those, those are good people to have in the room. But really getting some hearty networking going with supervisors, people that are actually doing the work. There was an uh, Oregon HFMA event, um, I think, last year, and there were a couple EPIC analysts there. And we were doing a problem solving, and the EPIC analyst just spoke up and spoke in EPICese. And everyone in the room was like, oh, my gosh, that's fantastic. And, you know, they wanted to learn more. And you could just tell that they felt so included and inspired and they had questions at the last in-person Oregon HFMA um, meeting I brought one of my supervisors with me who's over our patient financial advocate team which is a newer team that we're developing and his level of engagement since attending um, that event has just skyrocketed because he's been able to make connections and make friends and ask questions um, he's reached out actually to legacy a couple of times and it's just been fantastic to, to connect the dots for our folks who otherwise are on their own island. So it's been very, very beneficial for our organization and for our team. Oh, I love everyone's participation and responses. Thank you guys for your leadership in the chapter, but thank you for joining us today. This has been amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Thank you all. And just the continuous underlying message from all three of you that the value for enterprise organizations is the relationships and the education and, and what a, what a wonderful focus for your employees. So that was terrific.
And Tammy, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about what's happening in the Oregon chapter? Well, I think one thing is evident is people want to be back in person. So <laughs> um, our goal is definitely to get there. So we're looking more at October for getting everybody back in person. But we do continue to offer education sessions and networking virtually. So we'll continue to do that until we can get in person. Um, our annual conference is happening at May 20th through 21st. It's going to be offered virtually to all of our members. Um, we also have an amazing problem solving. I really can't tell you enough how exciting it is. And to have anybody that you can join, it is free. It's happening at 4 p.m. on May 20th, and it is open for members and non-members. So if you'd like to learn more about us for free, please register for the session and the conference by visiting www.oregonhfma.org. Awesome, Tammy. Thank you for that. And it really is one of my favorite conferences, the annual conference. I also am really going to be sad that we can't be there in person, but... I know that the virtual conference is going to be amazing. I know, Amanda, you talked about as well that problem solving. Tammy, you just mentioned problem solving. And for anyone listening, that session is actually joined by people across the country. It is so popular. So we do invite you to go out there, join for free, like they all said. That particular session, you can join for free. And again, that's at OregonHFMA.org. So Tammy, I hear that this annual conference will be fantastic. Even though it's virtual, it's going to be fantastic. And I heard you have quite the lineup for it. Is that true? That is very true, Jeff. Um, it is going to be one of our best events of the year. So we hope that everyone will join us and can make it. So mark your calendars. Remember to register by visiting our website at OregonHFMA.org. Oh, Tammy, that's awesome. So hopefully everyone will take advantage of that. Meanwhile, we'd like to once again thank everyone for joining us today on this podcast, and we extend the warmest wishes to all our Oregon HFMA members and want to give a shout out to our amazing healthcare heroes who continue to work at making our lives healthier and happier every day. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. This episode of Imagine Amazing is brought to you today by CloudMed. To learn more, please visit their website at www.cloudmed.com. Thank you, CloudMed. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all other popular podcast platforms, as well as YouTube. Please find us, like us, and follow us for more exciting new content in 2021. Also, to learn more about or to join Oregon HFMA, please visit us at www.oregonhfma.org.